Well, happy Mother's Day, and welcome to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. We're so glad you're tuned in today, wherever and however you may be listening. Pastor Jeff, it's Mother's Day. What a great day. I know, and we should remind the listeners, it's Mother's Day. Yes, so you know what that means, Pastor (laughs) Jeff. Right, that means if you haven't got your flowers yet, Walmart is open. Go get some for your mom. Yeah, and if flowers flowers is not mom's (laughs) thing, if nothing else... Just give her a phone call. Yes, I mean, I know you're blessed because you get to live close to your mom. I do. And, you know, you, you probably get to see her on Mother's Day. There's a lot of Mother's Day, you know, that my mom's not close and and we also want to say something right from the beginning knowing this is mother's day that we also recognize this is a tough day for many people right for many people this is not a a happy mother's day it doesn't conjure up happy memories maybe your mom was absent or or your mom was abusive or or you know, a lot of different options. Yeah, or maybe you, you know, lost a child, or yeah. maybe you made a decision to terminate a pregnancy years ago. And and Mother's Day for many people, Pastor Jeff, is a hard day. Yes. And we want to right from the beginning recognize that today is a hard day for many, but it's also a day that you know here in our nation we do set aside to honor moms and as. As we always say here at On The Way, you might be on the way somewhere. You might be on the way to work. You might be on the way home from work. You might be on the way to church. You might be on the way to Walmart right now to buy mom flowers. (laughs) You might be on the way to mom's. (laughs) Yeah, but no matter where you're on the way to, we hope that mainly you're on the way to heaven. And we do see in the Bible, Pastor Jeff, several biblical examples about about motherhood, about moms. Yeah, yeah, there are several women that the Bible singles out as examples. And and I think, you know, first of all, uh, I think probably most prominently of Timothy's mother and grandmother. And Paul, as he's talking to the, to Timothy, he says, I want you to remember the faith and, and think about the faith that, that I first saw, Paul saw this, in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and now I'm convinced it's in you also. Yeah, you know, one of the things we want to encourage you, Mom, if you're listening today, is that you can have a profound influence mm. on your family. And uh, you're making a difference, Uh, you know, that that you can make a difference for the Lord. We we see it in Eunice's life, and and we see it in Hannah's life in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Uh, We see her character and how she prayed and how God answered her prayer and then how she was faithful to the commitment that that she made. And and, and I know, Jeff, uh, today we'll see many ladies in church that are living out this truth. Yes, many of these ladies have have just in the past years uh, accepted Christ and have started this journey, this spiritual journey. And and no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, you can leave a legacy behind, just like uh, Timothy's grandmother and mother did in his life. Yeah, I mean, we've got to be clear that we remind our listeners that, you know, it's it's parents that are the ones ultimately responsible for the spiritual growth of their children. It, it's That's not true. the church's job. That's it's true. not the pastor's job or the Sunday school teacher's job or, uh, you know, the Bible study leader's job. I think also this passage reminds us not only the important role of mom, but on this day, also the important role of a grandmother. 
Yeah, definitely. We see that in Timothy's life. And, right, right. And, and we see that in the Bible that, you know, by sharing what Jesus has done in your life and by ultimately living out your faith, mm. it can make a difference and you can have an influence. Yes, you can. And and that's what we pray for you. Uh, but today we are so excited about the, the things that we get to do. We get to talk to some special people today for the first time ever, Pastor Kevin, we have guests in the studio with us today to record this special Mother's Day broadcast. No doubt. We thought on Mother's <laughs> Day, the first guest in the history of On The Way, this radio program and podcast would be our, our moms. I'm just honored to have uh, my mom, Sharon Cummings, joining us uh, today. Now, uh, my mom lives in Florida. Uh, she's a semi-retired missionary and has a great story of what God has done in her life and really uh, has... Uh, is really has left and continues to leave a great legacy of faith for our family. So, uh, Mom, we're glad that you are joining us today. Welcome to On the Way. Well, hi there. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Oh. And Pastor Jeff, I know we have another special yes, guest yes. as well. Well, I am, again, equally delighted and privileged to have my mom on the show with us today. Uh, my mom, Donna Wild. Uh, we'll call her Miss Donna, just to be respectful, because I feel weird calling my mom by her first name, don't you? Yeah, that's uh, a so, boy. In our generation, oh when we goodness. grew up, you didn't do that, no. or, or you might have got spanked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's don't talk about that. But, yeah, that's another. Well, that's another program. Another. Well, my day. mom has been an influence in my life spiritually. I saw her her commitment to Jesus early on, and uh, um, her and my dad did uh, did a great job of raising me as best as they could and uh then the lord jesus took the rest of it and, and fixed all the problems so hopefully. maybe maybe pastor jeff we ought to say from the beginning don't judge our mamas yes by us yes. okay maybe we should just put that out there. let's please don't judge my mom by me well we're glad that you guys are here miss donna welcome glad you're here thank you thank you it's good to be here well, Pastor Jeff, I think we ought to just maybe start by saying, uh, Mom, maybe we could start with you. Just tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey, how you became a believer, uh, how you came to know Christ, mm. just a little bit of that story. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I never had a Lois or Eunice in my life. Uh, I was raised not in a Christian home. I had no legacy of Christianity in my background. Uh, but the Lord knew me, and uh, he definitely, at the age of 30 years old, uh, it took the most treasured uh, gift of a mother for me to come to Christ. And that was because my brother was involved in an accident with another young boy named Joey, and that boy was killed. Uh, he was, uh, hit his head and he had to go to the hospital, had surgery and he died on the operating table. And because of that, his family was very, very devoted Christians. Uh, they knew that our family was not, they really prayed for us. Uh, we were able to meet their pastor who was about our same age. We became friends with him. He came and he shared Christ with us. And we received Christ because of that sacrifice of that mother. 
And I know that one really decision really changed the entire trajectory of our family. It changed the uh, dynamic, you know, of the uh, literal, you know, the family tree, if you will. Uh, as you mentioned there, Mom, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, you know, really one of a legacy of faithfulness. So, uh, I, I, you know, we, we appreciate that. that. That's an awesome story, definitely. Uh, yeah, and Mom, I know you... You grew up on a dairy farm. I and, did. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how you came to faith in Christ. And, and I know you've exhibited for me all through my life devotion to Jesus. And, and I've never known anything from you other than that spiritual legacy. Uh, so so you truly are a Eunice and a, a, or a Lois in my life. And so tell me a little bit about uh, how you came to Christ. Well, I did grow up on a dairy farm. My dad was a dairyman for hire. We never owned a farm. Um, my parents were from Kentucky, and they moved here, moved to North Carolina, and that's where they farmed. That's where I grew up. Mm. Um, they always took me to church, me and uh, my brothers and my sister and I. They always took us to church. Mom was our Sunday school teacher. <laughs> but I have to say, at home, it wasn't a Christian home. We did go to church. But that was it. So when they stopped going to church, and I was a preteen, I had some friends that were going to another church. The first one was a Methodist church. The second one was a Baptist church. Mm. uh, Quite different. So um, (laughs) they stopped by the house and picked me up, and so I went to church with them at the Baptist church. Well, in the early 70s, I... uh, prayed to receive the Lord as my Savior, Mm. and as I went through the years, nothing seemed to change, Mm. and so in 1979, things really started bothering me. Are you really saved? If you die tonight, are you sure you're going to heaven? Mm. You really need to get this straightened out. Wow. So we went to a revival or a missions conference. It was a missions conference at our church. And the Sunday night, we watched a movie about Paul. And that night, I decided that was it. Wow. I went home. Ed, we all went home. And I talked to Ed. I said, I've got to do something. Will you take me back to the pastor's house? <laughs> so he called the pastor and uh, asked if we could come over. The pastor was wanting to go on vacation. <laughs> So, but he waited. He was a very nice pastor. He waited for us. Uh, and uh, on the way there, I saw the darkest clouds I'd ever seen in my life. I went in and talked with the pastor. I prayed and asked the Lord to save me. And from that moment on, I'm sure I'm saved. Amen. When I came home from there, the sky was totally clear. Huh. It was beautiful. I remember thinking as I was going, if the Lord broke through those clouds, and his mighty light was shining. I may not be ready to go. But when I came home, I was sh- sure I was ready to go. Wow. Amen. Wow. What a great story. Well, you know, one of the things that strikes me about both uh, Miss Sharon's story and Miss Donna's story, my mom's story, is is that there was a change in both of them in the, the legacy that their parents left for them. 
Yes, unfortunately, you know, sometimes people wrongly assume that, you know, just because you and I are pastors that we come from, uh, you know, a long <laughs> line of a legacy of faithfulness. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. both of our lives, we were blessed to have, you know, parents who came to know Christ, but really right. uh, that was where the legacy started. Right. They broke the mold. They, yeah. they started a new mold. But, you know, as we say here a lot on the way, it's not just coming to Christ, it's really really growing in your faith and your commitment. And uh, mom, as we go back to you, we know that for you, that ultimately manifested itself after a lot of growth in you and dad surrendering to uh, full-time ministry. Yes, I tell you, when God got a hold of us, he got a hold of us, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, You know, he, he just really touched our hearts. We continued to grow in his word. He had us teach Sunday school classes, be Sunday school supervisors and secretaries and and never had heard a missionary speak, didn't really know very much about missionaries. We knew Southern Baptists. We knew it, you know, that Southern Baptists supported missionaries and we knew that they were all around the world, but we had never personally met one. So we didn't really know a whole lot about missions. But um, I remember when I went on a a, really, it was a youth camp with you, Kevin, and I was a counselor. And I remember that uh, one morning I was doing my devotions and the Lord really spoke to my heart. And he said, I, I want you to be a missionary. And of course, I just kind of, I heard him, but I just kind of neglected it because I thought, well, Lord, you can't just speak to my heart about that. You're going to need to speak to my husband about that also. <laughs> And shortly after that, dad would listen to a radio program and it was a Christian radio program and it was actually with Transworld Radio and it was on the island of Bonaire. And he sent away because he thought he worked there at the University of New Orleans and he thought, well, you know what, maybe we can go as a family just for the summer and be short term missionaries. So he sent away a, a letter to this person and told them he would be interested in doing that. And they came back and said, well, you know, we don't need any short-term missionaries, but we sure could use some long-term missionaries. <laughs> so your dad, you, they sent an, uh, an application and your dad, of course, was really excited about it. And he handed me the application. And the first question I saw on there was, why do you want to be a missionary with Transworld Radio? (laughs) And I looked at him and I said, I don't want to be a missionary with Transworld Radio. (laughs) And one of the biggest reasons is because when we would listen to this shortwave radio broadcast, they were talking about how they had to send their children away, away Mm -hmm. to school. They didn't have a school there. And at this time, you boys were pretty young, about 10 and and five. And I really struggled with that. And you know, not only that, we had traveled around. Your dad uh, worked with Hughes Aircraft Company and we traveled quite a bit all over. And we had never really had a home. We had a a trailer, a house trailer. And we had gotten there to Albany and Louisiana and and God had given me a home. And when he really started dealing with me, Sharon, you know, don't you remember when I talked to you there at that uh, camp and now your husband is ready. So now you're telling me you're not ready. Mm. And he would say, you know, you, you need to surrender to me. You need to do this. And I said, but Lord, 
if I do that, that's going to mean I'm going to have to leave my family. And I haven't lived close to my family all of my married life. So now I'm able to do that. Are you going to ask me to give up my family? And he said, well, if that's what it takes, Sharon, for you to follow me, then that's what you need to do. The one thing that I really asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I, if I if I surrender to you and go to the mission field, I'm going to have to give up my boys. And Lord, I can do everything, but Lord, don't ask me to give up my boys. And you know what the Lord told me? He said, Sharon, I gave up my son for you. So I'm asking you to give your sons to me. And that's when I really gave both you and Greg to the Lord. And now to see what God has done in your life is such a blessing to me. And you and dad have served the Lord. Uh, how many countries have you traveled to, mom? I've been about 36 different countries, and the Lord has given me an opportunity to bring God's word uh, uh, to many, many people, many places, governors. I, I can remember one time uh, this governor of Abuja in Nigeria uh, he was walking. They love to get gifts and they always expect people to give them a gift. And I pulled out a little cross that's made like in the um, wordless book, you know, with the different colors. And I explained the whole thing to him about what it all meant. And I said, before I gave it to him, I said, I want to give you a gift, Governor, but I want you to know that inside this gift is the biggest gift of all. And that is the gift of salvation. Well, and we just thank God again for your legacy of faithfulness. And uh, again, you're listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Happy Mother's Day. We've got two special guests in studio today. Uh, my mom, uh, Pastor Kevin's mom, Miss Sharon Cummings, and Pastor Jeff's mom, uh, Miss Donna Wild. Yeah, it was it, uh, Miss uh, Miss Donna, my mom. <laughs> it feels weird calling her that still. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, but... but uh, it was so great to hear your mom's story, and it reminded me that that missions happens everywhere, yeah. not just overseas, but it happens here as well. I mean, the Great Commission tells us that we're to go to Jerusalem, which is our locality, Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. And I'm so grateful for people like your mom and dad that, that feel that call and maybe even through some reluctance. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, submit and surrender to that call and they go across the world. But my mom and dad spent time serving here locally in a Jerusalem area in North Carolina. Mom, tell us a little bit about uh, your missions uh, uh, experiences uh, as I was growing up. Well, at our church that we were going to, we had a missions conference every year and we always made sure we went to that and got to know the missionaries and they became good friends. Um, we would always have some stay over at our house, so our boys mm -hmm. got accustomed to missionaries. Yeah, I had to give up my room all the time. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> right. That was okay, though. It was a small house. <laughs> but anyway, um, as time went on, we began to work with the North Carolina representative for Word of Life, and I would make up his um, uh, newsletters each month, and get them ready for him to mail out. Mm. Um, then we started working on other Word of Life um, programs, missions, with teens involved. The boys, our boys would always go and uh, sing, act, play their trumpets. Um, mm -hmm. 
then we got involved with um, mission, the missions conferences with team, with Word of Life, and uh, we did so many events with Word of Life every, just about every Saturday that uh, Jeff and his brothers thought Saturdays were just Word of Life days. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know so, anything else. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do on Saturday? We go to Word of Life. We stuff. go to Word of Life. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But it was such an honor to be able to work with him and to see uh, young children, teenagers saved, and to have my boys exposed to that. Mm, and I remember, Mom, uh, it was after a Word of Life event. I don't even know what the event was because we went to so many. But it was after a Word of Life event um, that uh, I was made aware of my uh, need for Jesus as my Savior. And, and Dad led me to the Lord on the way home from a Word of Life event. You know, it kind of it reminds me that it's not just the missionary there's, there's support staff. There's people underneath and around that person that helped them, kind of like Aaron had his his two men beside him that held his arms up. You guys served in that capacity with the Word of Life missionary. Yeah, exactly. I think, Miss Donna, sometimes people think when they think of missions, they think of a preacher. And I know that, right. you know, or your husband, planter, you, know, uh, you know, Mr. Ed and, uh, and my dad, you know, neither one of them are preachers per se you know Mm -hmm. Uh, i used to jokingly say that uh, dad tweaked the knobs and made the radio work which is rather humorous that here we are on a radio broadcast pastor jeff all these years later pastor kevin my dad has always had a heart and a and a a desire to do what your dad did with trans world radio yes and so it's neat, Miss Donna. So when we see that and we see the legacy of faith that you just modeled out Yes. Weekend after weekend after weekend <laughs> after weekend. What would you say to that mom that's listening today? And maybe they're you know a little concerned because maybe their 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 child's not exactly following on the right path right now. How could you encourage that mom to maybe stay at it? Yes, definitely stay at it, um, and and live the example in front of them for sure mm. um, spend time with them and, and take them to church take them to um, events uh, camps things like that and um, and pray a lot it takes a lot of prayer mm. so take them to church even when they don't want to go true yeah pastor jeff before we began yeah. uh before we began r- recording you used that old yeah, comment. yeah. you said I, you i'll were... tell you what as growing up i had i had a drug problem i'm not ashamed to admit it right my mom and dad drug me to church <laughs> every time the doors were open yeah. <laughs> so and so when yeah. you think of that you think of that and so as we kind of you know as we uh as we think about that today and we think of the impact and the legacy of faithfulness that moms have and we read that, you know, mom, back to you, kind of same question. What would you say to that mom that's listening right now? And, and, and maybe they're, they're concerned about uh, uh, a child and, and they're maybe heartbroken over some of their child's uh, choices. Mm. You know, that's what's so amazing about our Lord. He gives us a free will. He gives us a choice. And it really, the decision to follow the Lord, it's each individual's choice. But that mother must continue to pray to, as 
Pastor Jeff's mom said, to just continue to live your faithful life before them, to share with them what God has done, is doing in your life, how God provides, how God has protected, all the things that he has done, and how truly the only joy that they can ever receive and the only peace that they will ever have is when they do surrender that heart and that life. Amen. Amen. So, so obviously, Miss Donna, as we think about this and we, we see what recently we, we've talked a lot about both of you uh, ladies and your legacy and your, your past. What about currently? Uh, you know, what about currently uh, some of the ways that you currently are are growing in Christ? You know, what what's some encouraging words you can give to that a lady who maybe is, uh, how do we say this delicately, uh, Pastor Jeff, uh, on, uh, uh, you know, maybe the fourth quarter of life, oh, shall yeah. we say, okay? Yeah, you life. like that reference? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not sure that's delicate. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's delicate. I mean, I, you know, some. Uh, how do we say to the lady, how do we encourage that lady? The seasoned to, mother. Oh, there you go. How about See, that? You should have taken that, that lead you know? in, Pastor Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> You just hung me out there to dry, man. I just wanted to see what you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. So Y'all talking about the winter season? Is that what you're uh, talking about? The dark night of the soul. Uh, who knows? Uh, so, Miss Donna, what do you say to encourage that lady to keep growing in their faith, mm, even when yes. they maybe been a believer for, you know, 40, 50 years? Well, don't neglect your, your Bible reading. That's mm. so important. Mm-hmm. and get involved with other ladies. Uh, currently, I am in, attending the Bible study at Fincastle Baptist in Highlands Campus. I've been This is my third one, I think, since I've been here. And I am really enjoying it. I'm really learning mm-hmm. a lot, and it, it's grown me closer to the Lord. So that would be a good help if you have community with you. Yeah, I mean, the importance right. of community and really humility. I mean, I think it takes humility right. to be a lifelong learner. Mom, same question to you. What would you say to that to that lady that, you know, has been a believer for, well, you know, longer than, uh, you know, I've been alive. What do you say to that lady who's, you know, been a believer for so many years? How, how do we encourage them to keep growing keep in their faith? Fresh. Keep it real. Well, you know, the Lord has given me the opportunity to have a Bible study. I I do a Bible study in our church twice a year, and it is a difficult uh, group of ladies because we live in a senior community, so our church is a senior church. So we are all, as you and Pastor Jeff alluded to, in the winter season of life. (laughs) I, I try to encourage them to know that, you know, so many times people think, well, I've been there and I've done that and I've served here and I've served there and, you know, I, I, I'm just tired. And I tell them that that can be a very close uh, area of getting to complacent. And you can't do that. You need to stay in the word, as Pastor Jeff's mom said, that's so important. And to continue to grow, because you know what? We all continue to grow. We will grow until we see Jesus. I mean, each Bible verse we read, we can read one one day and 
and read the same one a month from now and it's going to have something in it that we didn't see today because we weren't where we were in life. We didn't need to hear what we needed to hear a month from now. So the word is so important to have your quiet time and to know that no matter how old you are, you can still work for the Lord. There's Amen. something he has a plan for each of us. Yeah, Amen. you know, one of the things that, that both of you mentioned is community. You know, I think that's one of the things that's been most devastating about COVID is that it's isolated us, you know, and spiritual growth doesn't happen in isolation. And, and as you were talking, Miss Sharon, I was thinking about Titus chapter two, where it, it mentions the the older women teaching the younger women. It's so important that that you ladies who have a spiritual legacy, uh, that you've started this spiritual legacy, pass that on to other ladies so they can learn as well and pass it on to their children. You know, what a great reminder today, Pastor Jeff, as we wrap up on the way for today, uh, that no matter where we are with Jesus, there's always the next step. Yes, You know, we right. say that a lot, don't we? we? Do, no matter yes. where we are, whether you've been a Christian for five days, five weeks, five months, five years, or 50 years, there's always the next step. And no matter where you're on the way to today, we hope that ultimately you're on the way to heaven, and so we want to. We, we want to, man. Thank you for listening today. Uh, again, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. Otw at fincastlebaptist.org. And Pastor Jeff, we want to thank our in-studio yes. guest today, oh, yes. and Happy Mother's happy Day. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you thank guys for you. being with us. Thank, thank you. you so much. <laughs> You've been listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email them at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On The Way, just go to fincastlebaptist.org forward slash otw or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to us on 1019 The River.